0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome.
1: Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Hey, Village Church.
0: Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim. (laughs) Hey, Michael. Hey, how's it going? Hey, thanks for joining us today. (laughs)
1: Listeners, we got a great question for uh, our discussion today, and it is, can I still be a Christian and not feel guilty for things I've done wrong? Uh, The obvious answer is no, but is that really right?
0: I feel guilty for interrupting you at the beginning of this podcast. Okay. I forgive you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Just wanted you to know you're forgiven. Thank you. So now we can move on. All right.
1: So <laughs> let's talk
0: about guilt um, because this person, person acts, who's asking the question is saying, I've done a lot of dumb things in my life and uh, they're not good. I'm ashamed of them. Um, but you hey, know what? I came to, to, the to human Christ. Rights. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but I came to Christ and honestly, like they don't bother me anymore. And, um, so should they still bother me? Like how long do I take guilt and shame, you know, with me? So let's talk about uh, four things about guilt. Number one, guilt is good. Guilt is a God created indicator that a moral code has been broken. Okay. So guilt is not this thing that we need to be petrified of. I mean, guilt is wired into the fabric of our spiritual, emotional um, DNA to say, Hey, something's off. Now the question is, Which moral code has been broken? That's right. So, for example, um, I, as an American, if I were to eat my dog, I would feel guilty you know, that would be hard, you know? Um, Yet I eat cows without thinking twice about it, you know? And so, but if I'm an Indian, I mean, in India um, and I ate a cow, my moral code would be be severely violated, you know? And so uh, there's an assumption here is that um, it doesn't necessarily mean that the moral code is the right objective moral code. It just means that every human has a moral code. And when that moral code is violated, the natural human response that God has wired into us is guilt. So Mm -hmm. guilt is good. Guilt is an indicator that something is off or awry, and uh, violating your conscience is one of the scariest things that you can do. Sure, even if your even if your conscience is not, we'll say, good. Like even if your moral code is corrupt, there is something very, 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 very. Um, we'll just say dark about violating Mm -hmm. your conscience. When you sever your conscience, um, you are free to do anything you want without emotional repercussions. So guilt is there to stop you from doing things like killing people or atrocities. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's megalomaniacs and narcissists and um, we'll just say serial murderers who have severed their conscience to the point where they feel no guilt anymore. So right. when guilt and it is, is a gone, scary
1: thing when a person oh yeah. gets to that
0: point. Ooh, when, when guilt is gone, scary, scary, scary. So yes. guilt is good. Love guilt, appreciate guilt. Guilt has stopped me from doing some really mm-hmm. dumb things. Right. Um. So, but guilt is God created. It's good. It's a violation of a moral code. Uh, number two, guilt is not the Holy Spirit. That's true. That I mean, when people are like, the Holy Spirit really. Pressed on my heart. I'm like, no, that was guilt. That was guilt. That was guilt. The Holy Spirit is not an Sometimes. emotion. Um, yeah. But the Holy Spirit uses guilt. Yeah. Um, the Holy Spirit loves to use this emotion to say, ding, 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 ding red flag, whatever, right. waving in the air, red lights, somebody stop. like yeah. You're about to do something that's going to cause irreparable harm. And by the way, like don't, don't do this. So the Holy Spirit uses guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Satan loves guilt guilt. Oh, yes. He great loves weapon of his. guilt, which guilt unchecked develops into shame. Sure. And that is a very, this is why Satan loves it. Satan's like, bam, I'm going to use this. I'm going to hold it over your head. And then it cultivates an oppressive experience where you feel like unworthy. Mm-hmm. You are unlovable. Like you are a bad human being. This cannot be made right. Shame is just a dark, oppressive cloud that hangs over your life. And, uh, and shame is not from God. the Right. Spirit does not like shame. Yeah. So um, you got to understand that Satan loves guilt because guilt is a means to shame. The Holy Spirit loves guilt because guilt can be a means to repentance. Repentance and and then
1: redemption and then moving forward and learning from the mistake that you've made.
0: Absolutely. So when you get guilt in the right hands, it leads to good things. When you put guilt in the wrong hands, it leads to bad things. So just give a brief application. Moms and dads, you got a little kid and the kid feels guilty. Here's what Satan would do. Satan would say, You are. How could you? What have you done? Mm -hmm. Well, what would the Holy Spirit do to a child who's experiencing guilt? The Holy Spirit would come in and would teach and would train and would encourage and would push them towards right behavior. That's right. Once a person acknowledges guilt, the hardest part has been done. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so now we get to put the person on one of two trajectories. And this is where I think a lot of parents do the bidding of Satan by casting um, overt shame over their children's souls. Now apply this to your friends. Right when they come and confess to you, and they, they're telling you, you know, I'm, I'm addicted to pornography. I'm struggling with with prescription medication. Um, I'm 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 really struggling with lust towards this man or to this woman. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact that they're even saying it, guilt is coming up, and this is good. Now the question is, will you be like the Holy Spirit, or will you be like Satan? Right. Will you cast a shadow of shame over them or will you push them in the direction of repentance that's right and that i think this experience as soon as we recognize a human being is experiencing guilt this is an incredible opportunity to partner with the holy spirit that's right rather than partnering with the evil one number four jesus washes legal and experiential or emotional guilt away right so If Satan holds on to it and holds it over to your head, Jesus looks at you and declares this over you. If you have trusted in Jesus, all legal guilt is gone. Mm. You're innocent. Yes, you deserve hell. Yes, you deserve shame. Yes, you deserve condemnation. But in Jesus, there is no condemnation. Right. None whatsoever. Legal guilt gone. That's huge. Now what I'm left to deal with is the experiential relational guilt. And then Jesus comes into this and says, Let's move toward repentance. And when you move toward repentance, guilt has served its purpose. It does not need to be revisited because when you keep revisiting Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. you're giving Satan now authority over guilt to turn it into shame. Jesus wants to turn it into repentance. And so once Jesus gets a hold of emotional or experiential guilt, he pushes it. Once you see repentance, you need to believe that you are legally forgiven. Now, you may have done something that has harmed relationships Mm -hmm. and you cannot always make those right i wish i could tell you you could and there will be some ongoing sadness sadness over broken relationships because you have done something dumb is okay sadness is different than guilt sadness is that makes me sad that i did this guilt is i am i am worthless i'm worthless you know and shame just amps up guilt when it gets into the hands of satan There are some experiences that I'm still sad over. I'm sad that I did it to the person. Mm -hmm. I do not carry with me guilt anymore over it. I'm just sad that it happened. And I'm definitely not going to give Satan the ability to shame me for it because Jesus has already declared me legally righteous and forgiven before him. That's right. And so I'll read you Hebrews um, chapter 10 verses 21 to 22. And this passage is really steeped in in Jewish religious practices, so I'll help you understand it as we get through it. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God here, Jesus is the high priest, the house Mm -hmm. of God is the church. Um, Originally, the high priest would have been the Jewish high priest in the temple, but those have been done away with, replaced, if you will. He says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, meaning There's nothing holding me back from running into the Mm -hmm. Holy of Holies to the high priest, Jesus Christ, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. And this sprinkling and this washing, there were ceremonial Jewish ceremonial rites and rituals. And maybe you were dirty or whatever. But the metaphor here is that you are being cleaned from all of the shame and guilt And here's what Jesus does. When you come to Jesus, he says, legally, you are forgiven emotionally relationally. You are cleansed. Mm -hmm. You are clean. You have been washed by the blood of Jesus, which you would think the blood of Jesus would make you dirty. (laughs) But somehow it leaves your clothes sparkling white. So Mm -hmm. I'll take that any day. It's like the greatest bleach on the planet. So uh, (laughs) guilt, good. Jesus gets a hold of guilt, moves it to repentance. Satan moves it to shame go with Jesus every single time. Boom.
1: That's right. That's right. And and Michael, I just as we were talking about this, I just think back to the very first example in the in the Genesis 3 account. Mm-hmm. Where Adam and Eve had sinned against God. Yep. Guilt came in, but it was a satanic guilt. And what did they do? They ran and they hid from God. Yep. And that's what satanic or evil mm. guilt does or human guilt does. Yep. Godly guilt drives us and and brings us back to God coming running back to him asking him to forgive us and to restore us and to make us whole again and make our relationship what a
0: right perfect perfect illustration violated their moral code God's word Satan gets a hold of it, puts into their brain the lie that they're Mm -hmm. unworthy and unlovable. They lie to God, run away from God, isolate themselves from God, hide from God. And yet God is pursuing them. And even though they are punished for their sin, God provides for them a covering. That's right. And a promise that one day he will reconcile them back to himself. That, Tim, bam. Awesome. Love that. Thank you for that.
1: Well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you listening to us, and please do us three favors. Go to our church website, vcob.org, and submit a question by clicking on that link, Q&A Podcast Question. Second, share this podcast with a friend or a family member, or maybe someone who's just struggling with uh, being forgiven or forgiving themselves because God has already forgiven them. And then third, rate and review this podcast by going to the iTunes Store. Please join us next time when we answer the question, how do I learn to show interest in people even when people haven't shown interest in me?
0: Awesome question. I can't wait to get to that one.